0: It's so mean. nice in a friendship to have different You need the balance. You need the balance of the girl who's never going to do that for you. You need
1: the girl who's going to say don't do anything and then you also need the girl like give me the gun.
0: Yeah. It's
1: always nice to have the give me the gun girl. Like Definitely. it's like It's very
0: dangerous though, right? Eh? Cuz she's going to lay the trigger at any point and the whole night gets ruined. And then it's also for you who has to deal. Yeah, it's <laughs> you who
1: has to deal with it after. what's up guys welcome back to the chemical x podcast we missed you because it's been a while since we've been in this room but we've been still keeping you updated regularly with our episodes
0: i'm your girl alessia also known as Alediandra. i'm uh,
1: veronica i don't also, have any cool middle names also known as veronica <laughs> yeah, also known as veronica um so we're back. We've been gone for a while. This has been to 64 continents uh, like, since we've been I don't gone. <laughs> I've
0: been to one, but it just feels like a million.
1: Feels like a million because I went actually nowhere. You so went nowhere. you went way more than me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, the most exciting thing I did while you were gone is get my second vaccine. Woo! Wow.
0: <laughs> um, did you do it because you knew that now you'd probably be taxed?
1: No, but that's a good reason to do it. I actually had planned it, you know, a little bit before that. It
0: starts coming out of your bank account. You're like, I'll just take the fucking vaccine. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, actually, they had like this whole thing into eight eight weeks. So, I've been waiting forever to get it because I'm going to be traveling, going to LA. And while I went to get my my vaccine, actually, I was nervous because I don't know. There's so many like things about the vaccine that I was like, what if I die? It's fine. So I went and the, the guy doing... The same
0: she's allergic to shrimp, guys. I
1: thought... Well, my only fear. Everybody's like, oh, chip, microchip. I'm like, bro, microchip me any day as long as I don't get an allergic reaction. I'm good.
0: You'll be fine with the shot.
1: I'll be fine. So I sit down to get my vaccine and um, the nurse actually vaccinating me was super friendly and like I was kind of getting the sense that he was flirting with me, but like that was kind of like a satisfaction to me because i was like i know you're gonna take the time to do it right if you think i'm cute you know what i mean like it's like you're gonna do your job extra well you're
0: really scared of this vaccine (laughs) oh my
1: god so he's like low-key flirting with me and i'm like whatever just give me this vaccine and give it to me properly and bye um i leave and the next day i get a dm saying hey I'm the student nurse that vaccinated you yesterday. a
0: student. I don't know how, you know. Well,
1: he's like, forgot to get your number, though. And I'm like, first of all, I didn't know you were a student because now I'm scared. Now it's like, did you even give me the same vaccine? (laughs) Which I know, guys. I know he did it well. It's fine. I'm just saying. Did you go
0: with a full glam to get your vaccine? I did
1: not. I went ugly as fuck. I'm telling you what it is. It's these masks. People think you're cute underneath, but you're not.
0: Wow. I feel uglier with a mask on, so...
1: Mm, i feel like on my ugly days i'm glad for masks because i'm like yeah. i don't have to do anything here but uh but yeah no so i was pretty surprised and
0: at least you know you still got it
1: yeah so he messaged me and then i was like haha that's so funny and then what i didn't he really
0: wanted your number couldn't he find it in the system isn't it there like veronica birthday
1: number I also think that's, you know, trespassing a little bit too far. You know what I mean? I, I think he memorized I think he my trespassed name. trespassed the second he died. Yeah, I think that was a bit of trespassing going on there. He
0: trespassed in order to find your name. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean,
1: well, when he, he was halfway there. When he gave me the vaccine, he said... And I, I really hope that he's not listening, I'm going to be honest. When he gave me the vaccine, he said, um, <laughs> Good girl. And I was like, You can only be over 60 and say good girl to somebody my age. Like, anything under 60 is like... You're flirting with me. Good. Yeah, I was like, ah. I was like, okay, bye. Um. Okay. So to make matters worse, he DM me that, and then hey I was girl. just like, I was just like, Good boy, and I was like, okay, ignore. That's supposed to be sexual. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, are you trying to say you're penetrating? Me? Like, what's going on here? Like,
0: weird. Well, it's just like I'm trying to think if like this was like Pornhub or something,
1: and this was a whole like you know vaccination nurse you you think of porn more than me and i'm the porn editor what the fuck should be me thinking of these things i just don't think they'll say good girl i don't think so either i mean maybe um so yeah so he sent me that he is the student though so shouldn't you be telling him good boy true he is the student anyway i'm the patient anyways there's a lot of back and forth here who's the daddy who's the mommy none okay okay So anyways, so he sent me that. I laughed. I thought it was like hilarious. Um, And then I obviously ignored it because I have a boyfriend. And then a couple of days later, like a week later, I check my DMs again. And then like a week later, I get another DM from him. And I just see in my requests, mentioned you in a story, okay, from him. And I'm like what did he post me getting my vaccine like was there some kind of behind the scenes happening what i didn't see oh, <laughs> yeah so i see mentioned you in a story and i'm panicking i'm like what the fuck first of
0: all when anybody gets mentioned in a story you're like panicking which friend am i gonna have to shoot because they posted yeah. something of me that i told them not to like and or also like somebody you don't know he feels like they can just yeah <laughs> start throwing all the things you thought were funny three years ago but are not acceptable <laughs>
1: anyways when somebody you don't know and your vaccine student nurse is mentioning you in a story (laughs) you your asshole clenches just a little you know what i mean so i click the message and i see he had unsent the the previous message saying that he was my vaccination nurse and it says mention you in a story space 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 joke what's up how are you i'm like you know what I wasn't going to answer you before, but I definitely would not answer this message. Wait, like, what was the mention? It was nothing. He wrote mention you in a story and then wrote like joke. Like I'll show you what I mean. So that he so that when I would see the message, you would panic. I would panic and I would think that I'm actually getting mentioned in a story. So look, you see here it says mention mention right. you in a story, but the, but then it just says joke. How are you? And I was just like, "Is if that's your... Like, low-key, okay. You got me to open your, your message, that's for sure. But I'm scared now. Like, <laughs> I just have bad vibes on you. I can't trust you. I don't even know you and I can't trust you already. You can't trust me. I it. can't trust you.
0: Oh, no. There's no
1: trusting going on between the student and the patient. <laughs> so, guys, I mean maybe it's a way to get her to open your dm if you if you pull the whole mention you in a story but i don't know if you're starting off on a, a good
0: note before i'm going on a date with you yeah
1: like thanks for nothing to be honest at least he's a nurse so if you have a heart attack you give her some stick you
0: i didn't know where you were going. yeah <laughs> I, I
1: realized in your eyes you didn't get my joke okay anyways yeah so that happened and i just you know wrote it down in the list of things you shouldn't dm a girl okay um and that's you know probably at the top of the list
0: Okay. And also, I
1: was your nurse student vaccinator. Also, probably something you shouldn't see. I'm a girl. Girl. I... <laughs> a girl.
0: I feel like there's so many things that have been happening to you lately. I left on a trip and Veronica was like, one, depressed that she was in lockdown.
1: Well, my only content was to say my friends are in Miami. I had nothing else to say.
0: I think we were all there. Yeah. And, uh,
1: I... Actually, all my friends were in Miami. And then the only people that weren't in Miami had COVID. So I was like, Perfect. None Perfect. Ones. I have no one.
0: I feel like at that time of year, I think when every it doesn't hit you when like people are traveling in your home and it's fine. I think when you're literally in a lockdown and like everybody you know is out, it's like you really start thinking of your life. You're like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know.
1: Well, I think more like New Year's when you're like just mm-hmm. sitting doing nothing on New Year's and it's like, babe, I love you, but like, yeah, we're on a couch. You know yeah. what I mean? We're watching a movie on new year's like that's just not my type of of girl
0: people were like that this year yeah
1: adds a little bit of nut spice to your life so (laughs) i was like i wasn't mad until i saw my friends on yachts and i was on the couch going
0: "Woo! what movie are you watching babe yeah
1: what's on next babe we're playing Um, a board game actually i won i
0: was uh when i was in london i had met like a couple of people and they were like for new year's we're renting like a huge boat and like bring your friends and you can just come to that and i was like you know what I think every year on New Year's I wanna do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like I wanna be at the best party, I wanna be away, I want to literally not remember my night, but remember my night and start the new year like completely like fucked up and mm-hmm. like having the best time. And every year when I try and do that, I fail miserably and I'm not drunk and <laughs> I just have the worst time. I feel like New Year's is yeah. that day that is so planned that it always goes to shits a and it's always percent. the nights that you don't plan that are the most fun mm-hmm. but i was like this year i actually want to commit to a plan because every year i don't fully commit to plans i'm like i'll do this maybe like at 11 30 i'll leave and like go to marion or i'll go to another party that's happening in mm-hmm. miami because i want to be where everyone is right and that's like the worst way to be and how you don't have fun on new year's when you're trying to like live up and be where everyone is it's like the worst yeah you know because you're like almost not happy with what you're doing that
1: well you're we- not like fully committing to what you're doing so you're not even gonna have fun you're not having fun you're just like where's the funnest place yeah
0: and this year when i was there um the the people who had invited us in london i had my two friends with me i was like okay guys like this is what we're doing and like i actually want to stick to it and we started off by going to like a really sick penthouse and when we're at the penthouse like, we weren't really vibing with everyone. It was just like, it was chill. We didn't know anybody, and...
1: Well, you got me when you said there was going to be a private chef, but when you showed up, what was it again? Oh, it was McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I'm going to this sick penthouse for New Year's. Private chef. It's going to be so cool. She calls me the next day. She's like, yeah, Veronica, the private chef. It was the Uber Eats guy. <laughs> the McDonald's. <laughs>
0: At Uber Eats, I would have been happy. Veronica was McDonald's. That's like the thing that's always open. There was, like, literally 2,000 chicken nuggets and, like, a bunch of fries that, you know, if you don't eat McDonald's fries right away, they're soggy as Mm -hmm. fuck. So they were soggy. No one was touching the fries. We were working with, you know, the chicken nuggets. And then, like, sushi boxes on the side. But
1: it wasn't good. And you don't
0: trust it. You trust the chicken nuggets. You don't trust the sushi boxes. You
1: trust... McDonald's could go through anything and it'll still be, like, okay to eat. Yeah. But,
0: uh, so, yeah. So then when we were at that party, not that we weren't vibing. It was cool. But I was like... Guys, to my two friends, because I want my friends to have fun, and this is kind of like you know, when you invite people to like a party, you don't even know how it's gonna be, Mm -hmm. you kind of feel responsible for your two babies, your two friends, yeah, and that's how I felt. So I was like, If you guys want, we after the penthouse, it's still like 11 o'clock, we weren't really talking to a million people, it wasn't like you know, anyway, so I was like, We still have time to leave and go somewhere else, they're like, Alessia, stop, like enjoy your night and i'm like you're so right and i was like going back for it i'm like guys we don't have to go on the boat we could Mm -hmm. they're like just being on a boat in miami on new year's like how many people can say they do that i'm like what? you're so right and i'm so in my head about trying Mm -hmm. to have fun and be at the best party that who the fuck cares i'm with my two friends like let's just vibe, get drunk on a boat and that's that Mm -hmm. and then when we got on the boat we were like you know the the night starts you start talking to more people and we just had like the best time And it was like a plan that was set in stone from the beginning, just like going to Miami, knowing that that's what we were doing. And I can't say that any other time I was in Miami, that was a case. Yeah, it was always like wishy washy. What are we doing? A mess. And like also during that time, it's like pre fixed menus and it's it's a whole like disaster. Mm -hmm. So I was just super happy with how my night went. It was set. It was all done. We didn't have to think about
1: anything, which is chill. Right. I won the board game we were playing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know you don't want to commit to your yacht, yacht, your yacht, yacht party. I guess your you're saying it how
0: you pronounce it.
1: I, by the way, I still say yacht in my head, and I also say Wednesday. Um. Well, I'm glad your new years was super great.
0: We just got wasted on a boat, basically.
1: That's the key to anything.
0: I think we didn't find any cuties that we were really into, so that's what makes it like. As much as you don't want to be that girl, who's like New Year's, where's your
1: boy? Mm-hmm. It was still fun. Well, for your third vaccine, I can hit you a match you up with a guy. <laughs> you know someone? I know someone, but I don't want a student, Veronica. <laughs> Anyways, so pretty much, you know, my life has been uneventful except for you know, I've had, I've acquired a new stress that I didn't feel like I was at the point in my life that I had to deal with. Right? Because I'm happily in a relationship. But for some reason, I'm being haunted by an ex. And it's not mine. <laughs> That's the twist. It's not mine. I'm like, where are you going <laughs> with this? So guys, Alessia, she's world, worldwide shorty, okay? <laughs> going wherever she wants to go. And I'm stuck in Montreal. And her ex-boyfriend <laughs> signs up at the same gym as me and takes the time before my time slot... And every week, three times Honestly, a week. That's
0: rude on his part. Like, I think I should message him and say, like, figure it out. But like, this was our gym first. <laughs> this is my gym first. Like, how does it work? You shouldn't be going to that gym anymore. Yeah.
1: So, anyways, guys, so he works out right before me. And I don't have a problem with like there's no beef. It's just like yeah. I'm I'm in the position where it's it's like running into your ex, but same it's thing. not it's the same feeling. It's the same like <laughs> And for like, like two. Do you say hi? Yeah, do you say hi? Like who's mad at who? Like, I don't know where he's standing. Like, does he hate me? Am I supposed to hate him? Like, I have no idea where I stand. You're not
0: supposed to hate him. You, no. I told you, say hi. No,
1: I know, but I'm also a very shy person. I know it doesn't show, but I have so much anxiety oh, when it comes a, to these doing
0: things. <laughs> yeah. She's a podcast, she's
1: Okay, I'm not shy, YouTube. I'm not shy, but and I'm introvert. very, I'm very socially anxious when it comes to situations like this. And people will often think that I'm rude or I didn't say hi to them, but really I'm like, <laughs> Like so nervous, and I don't. That's why I
0: think a lot of people like either pull out their phone when they're walking by someone, or they act like they're doing something, checking something in their bag, or all the things to avoid saying hi. But I realized over the years, like saying hi, is so much easier.
1: Yeah, you just gotta do it. And you
0: just you say hi in a way where you know you're not stopping to say how are you. Yeah. You say hi like you make it clear like it's just a hi and you're walking. Yeah.
1: You know. Well, that wasn't the case for me. I'm gonna be honest. So it's a couple of times now. I would say it's about two weeks that I'm going to the gym and I'm seeing his car there. But it's always at this awkward timing where like <laughs> I'm just getting there and he's just leaving. So I mean, yeah, that's we're what never at the right. At the slot no, no, no. I know. But I'm saying like when we actually see each other, it's never the right moment to say like, hey, like it's always like I'm getting out of my car and he's getting in his car. So it's like we're not actually walking by each other so that's been happening i've been having panic attacks every time i have to go to the gym I'm and sure. i didn't i didn't sign up for no, this no. like i'm in a happy relationship i don't need to deal with this shit like Alec, come and deal with drags <laughs> um so it's a couple of times now you're i'm waiting really, in my like, car i like, have to
0: get back at the gym like, <laughs> you're really not
1: making me want to sign I'm sorry for to be real so i'm like waiting in my car now because i just don't want to live through that awkward moment and uh Two days ago, I didn't realize that he was there, so I didn't wait in my car, and I just, boom, walked out right That's, away.
0: It's very ballsy of you. Ballsy.
1: And uh, he was walking out of the gym, and I didn't notice right away that it was him, and I was just staring at him because I didn't... You know when you someone's so far, you can't tell that it's them? But it was also way too far to say, Hey, how you doing? You yeah. know what I mean? So we both put our heads down and we went on our phone and we completely ignored each other. Oh, that's so sad. And then I was like, well, wait, who ignored who? Like, did he ignore me? Did I ignore him? Like, now I don't know.
0: I think you just have to be the mature one to be like, hey, so-and-so. And then yeah. the next time it just gets easier, you're just like, hey.
1: A hundred percent. I just like, we haven't had the opportunity yet. It's always been awkward. Yeah. Until I'm sitting in the parking lot of the gym and I'm parked on the behind his car. Wait, I don't know this part. Yeah. Wait. I don't know if you want to add this in, but I'll tell you the story anyway. You could cut it I'm out so or leave confused. it in. I'm so So, actually, you could cut it out, but I want to tell you the story anyway. Well, no. Because I... I don't want to make him look bad. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? No, nothing happened. So, I was parked behind him in the parking lot. Like, he was parked this way. I was parked this way. Kind of not blocking his parking spot, but behind him. And I'm on my phone waiting for the for it to be, like, time for the gym because I showed up early. All of a sudden, I hear a knock at my window and I jump because I really wasn't like, pert- like, I didn't see anyone there. Knocks at my window and it's your ex-boyfriend. And I roll down my window and I'm like, hey, how are you? I thought that was you. <laughs> like, like, how do you, how do you save that you've just been ignoring? Like, like, I was just like, I, was, I thought that was your car. I wasn't sure. And he just said, can you do me a favor? And I said, yeah, sure. He said, can you back up your car? Because I can't get out of my parking spot. I said, perfect. <laughs> perfect. No problem. Actually, I'll just kill myself while I'm at it. Um, if you know a nearest bridge that I could just drive my car actually off. Of, you know what? Actually, this is your gym now. Uh, I'm going to cancel my all my future appointments. Wait a second. Yes. Yeah, so he caught in his car and he drove away and I lived in my shame. Wait, was he rude about it? He wasn't rude. He was nice. But it was just like, I know you. Sammy. Did he say like, hi? Nope. He just said, can you do me a favor? Back up your car. But he's smiling. I was like, nice seeing you. (laughs) Uh, I think it's just more like he thinks I'm ignoring him. And he's like, Well, he
0: ignored you too.
1: None of us were actually actively ignoring each other. Like, there was no way to say hi. It was not like...
0: Wait, why were you blocking his car? I
1: wasn't. He could have gotten out of that fucking parking spot. Well, that happened. And I'm going to be honest with you. I I think you need to deal with this.
0: I feel bad because I can't imagine... I think if it were you in that position, I would feel the same way. It's just like, where do I stand? I think I would just say hi and get it out of the system. But I get what you're saying. Like, it just didn't work out that way. Yeah. But, um, oh, my God, that's anxiety on another level.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm dealing with it and not you. Well, it's just I'm glad you've been smoothing on, smoothing on. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Well, like, I need
0: to get back at the gym at some point. Yeah, well, how's that going to work? Go at a different time than me. Well, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> and just not the slot before mine because taken, it's taken.
0: I feel like he's probably mad also because we like speak about stuff on the podcast and that's always been his issue. And like you're in it because you're with me. So like he's not going to be like, hi, I'm happy you're talking shit about me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's probably I didn't actually think about that. Yeah. So
0: I don't think he was going to say hi. Yeah.
1: Now that I think of it, I don't think I think he I think actually I'm lucky he didn't smash into my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't just do reverse reverse. <laughs> but wait, if he had enough space to get out of his car, do you think he just did it purposely to be like, get out? I mean, he was being cautious to say, move back. I, I could have, you know, left him more space. <laughs> I'm just, you know. It had to happen how it had to happen, and that's how it happened. I just
0: think it's really funny how, like, you're stuck with all these problems, and I'm, like, so far, like, avoiding oh, it. Oh, that,
1: like... no, see, that's what it is for me. It's not like we're in this together or, like, a leg, yeah. can't believe. It's, like, every week I deal with this issue that yeah. is not an issue for you, but should be.
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, I almost want to pass it to me and be, like, deal with
1: it. But it's very hard with somebody else's ex. Like, depending on the person, too, mm-hmm. like, I've had people be, like, why did you say hi to him? And then I'm like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, da 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 da." And you're like, ah, "I'm sorry." Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's very hard to like. I know what you know. mean. And like,
0: even me, like, I think breaking up in a time like COVID is very different than anything else because I feel like in normal times, if you break up with somebody, you already know like there's like those five restaurants in any city, yeah. you're in that you're bound to like either bump into your ex mm-hmm. or have that encounter and for me like ever since we broke up i never had to worry about that there Perfect. hasn't been that issue
1: yeah it's really good for um you. <laughs> i'm super glad and for now, you like
0: restaurants are closed so it's not even like if i'm in the city or yeah. not there's no chance of really bumping into each other a hundred percent you know and the one thing that there is right now is the fucking gym like are you kidding me
1: I and think I, like, I take that burden for you i
0: think like when you break up with someone you have to learn the like the movie theater that I liked that I introduced you to is no longer your movie theater. Like the gym that I introduced you to is no longer your gym. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Well, I'm gonna be honest. Not to be like a fucking bitch, but I'm the type of person that I, and <laughs> do I do we
0: agree? Like I would feel so awkward going to a gym I introduced you to the trainer and the spot.
1: I mean, yeah, but I've also been the type of person to bring people on a date where somebody got brought me on a date. Look at this spot I found, guys. <laughs> He's like, wow, so nice, so cool. I'm like, yeah.
0: Like, I don't need to have this anxiety now when I come back. (laughs) I just want to be clear. I have the anxiety.
1: It's me. I need to come back. What do I do? But, like, I think with, personally, my experiences with running into my exes, there's only one person that I've dated that I've actually really ran into just because we had friends in common. Right. Apart from that, like, there's one of my exes I have never saw again after I broke up with him. Like, how you doing? Are you good? (laughs) Like, I and it's, it's a good feeling to know you're not going to run like, into I someone. like, I wish.
0: Like, I have no problem going to the gym, seeing you, saying hi, and that's it. But... Yeah. I, I think, I I'm going to be honest, for me... don't know how me, how it's going to be when I come back. Like, for
1: me, the, the problem is that the gym, because it's a private gym, guys, it's very small. And there's no good. one there. Yeah. So, if I show up, we have to do small talk. And what am I going to say? How's your you new don't girlfriend? have other
0: friend you could like, on. yeah, you know what
1: I mean? It. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, hey... How are you handling the breakup? Like, he's yeah. going to leave me alone, bitch. I'm good. I have no girlfriend. Like, <laughs> like, but even more of a reason to just be like, hey, what's
0: up? Like, no.
1: Hey, let me deal with it how I want to deal with it.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. I'm saying him. Hey, oh. I don't know. I feel like... If, I think we're both we awkward. But if we didn't have a podcast and it just ended and it was clear, mm-hmm. I think it would be way easier to just be like, hey, what's up? I think now he's like worried everything that happens might be aired. And
1: per guy... even not saying hi (laughs) I'm I'm actually so sorry (laughs) I'm sorry I brought you into this and honestly this this is all my fault there's
0: no winning dating us by the way so babe you have to know that if you're gonna date a chemical ex-girl like and there's only two so one's off the
1: market yeah and there's still issues apparently so (laughs) well my boyfriend it's like at least for him he sees it live you know like he knows what's coming Not so much for you.
0: not when it's aired a week later.
1: And they go, what the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) and it's a (laughs) full story on YouTube. Oh,
0: my God. It kind of sucks, though, that I can't just be like, hey, what's up? And, like, go, like, I don't want to have that hate
1: to work So everyone. So, by all means, sign up to the gym. No. (laughs) I'll tell you the time slot and everything. (laughs) No,
0: no, no. No, 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 no. I think my New Year's resolution is really to not have, like, even I was arguing with someone the other day, and I was like this new me like i don't need i don't need to hate anyone i don't need to have those vibes and the old me would have just been like i'm I'm standing my ground yeah it is what it is and that's it but guys we don't realize like who cares at the end of the day like at the end of the day you're gonna have your story they're gonna have theirs and you're both gonna think you're right and it doesn't fucking matter Mm -hmm. literally send the message be the person be the bigger person and just be like look like let's agree to disagree if you don't want to be like I was wrong or if you don't think you're wrong like come to a mutual agreement where it's almost like we're good yeah you know like I don't want to have this negative vibe like I said in mine I was like it's a new year I don't want to start it off wrong I don't want to have these bad vibes I don't want to see you out we have friends in common like I swear like maybe it's getting older maybe it's getting more mature but like I don't want to argue with anyone
1: I don't want to have I don't have energy for that. It's just more energy to like fight with somebody. It's like you always you have to worry and you always have to like oh, am I going to run into them? Yeah. And it's just like I think
0: like you're so powerful when you think you're right. I really want them to know I'm mad and I'm right and my way of doing that is going to be like rejection and not responding mm. and staying silent, but we don't realize we're actually killing ourselves by doing yeah. that. And it's not worth it. You send the message, you apologize. You don't apologize. You just try and make amends and you feel better already regardless of what they have to say. Yeah. It's just for yourself.
1: I think in an argument too, we want so bad for somebody to just like see our point of view. And I think no matter how you look at it, like everyone is both going to be right in their own way because everybody sees things differently. So it's frustrating when it's like, yeah, but you're wrong and I'm right and you're wrong and I'm right. And like, they're never going to fully see it. Um, So I think it's just like, You speak your truth and if you, you know, you know what's true to you and and it's not worth, like, putting all your energy and, like, hating somebody and, like, keeping these little things because if you really think about it, like, who cares, you know? like, Like,
0: you had the fight, you said what was bothering you, I said what was bothering me, so we both let out our feelings. That's, mm -hmm. like, 50% done. Like, you already feel better because you spoke your mind. Yeah. And then somebody just takes it upon themselves to, like, end it and just be, like, let's agree to disagree Mm -hmm. or, like, I don't want these vibes, like, we're friends. We're bigger than that. And that's it.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I yeah. totally, I've always believed in, like, not having bad, like, relationships with people because, you know, it's not even about, like, wherever you go. It's just, like, you don't want that. Like, it's so much work to hate people. It's so much work to have grudges or, yeah. or like, to have issues, you know? It's yeah. so much fucking easier. And it might not seem that way to just, like, let somebody win and let somebody have their way. But it's so much better for you and if you just want peace of mind then you need to really be the bigger person yeah. because that's what's going to bring you peace of mind being mad and waiting for somebody to like come around is never going to bring you what you think it's going to bring you you know what i mean don't like
0: think it's going to bring us that but it never yeah never does yeah it just doesn't
1: 100 percent. no I, I totally agree with you and i definitely think like i feel like that's how i try to live my life and it's just yeah. so much better than like,
0: even for example my ex-boyfriend he probably thinks right now like we're beefing, like, we hate each other. And, like, as much as shit, I'll talk, like, mm-hmm. it's a podcast, we're joking around. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally dated the guy for three years, you know? Like, there's clearly things I loved about him. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to act like a stranger. I'll see you. Hi, what's up? Like, I hope all is well, you mm-hmm. know? We're both living our lives. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't see the point in, like, the ignoring. And it's just. Oh, ignorant. 100%. Yeah. But I, I get it, being you. 100%. Oh, yeah. I don't have. So, one of my good friends um, was, like, talking, seeing, seeing a guy, and, like, he kind of got really close in the friend group and, like, was giving me advice, like, makeup-wise, clothing-wise. Like, we became friends, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, when it didn't work out between them, I, like, made it clear with my good friend. I was like, look, like, I actually really like him. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to be on bad, bad vibes with him. And I don't, I hate when people think that just because it didn't work out, like, we can't speak anymore. Oh, no, like, for we sure. we can't have a relationship. Like, who cares? We're, we're grown-ups, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, it was, like, nice that I actually went out of my way to clarify that. And now like, we'll talk every once in a while. And even if they didn't work out, like, we're all still good. Yeah. You know?
1: So, no, it's nice. I 100% agree. Like, I'm ne- like it's a different story if you cheat on my friend, then I'm not going to like you. But, like, right. if there's, like, no reason for me not to like you or there's, like, no reason to hate you, like, I'm not going to hate you. And it's, it's always good to have those friends, too, though. Like, you always need those ride-or-die friends that'll they'll oh, fucking I'm tell so someone off I for you really, and my, you're like stop
0: but keep going i know so one of my really good friends um this is at the time where like i broke up we broke up my ex and i mm-hmm. and it was really like fresh like i'm talking like not even three days in mm-hmm. and i had went to a popular restaurant when restaurants were actually still open yeah and i was there with my two friends and i was like i like not that i manifest things all, but i was like i have a feeling like He's going to come mm-hmm. and and then he showed up with like his friend and like a bunch of girls. And like, yeah, you can be over with and broken up with, but like for me three days in, like the disrespect of like walking into a restaurant that like you probably knew I was there with like a bunch of fucking girls mm-hmm. is like insulting. and I was at the table and I remember being with my two friends they're like, Alessia, don't make a scene, don't freak out And I was like, you know, like we're not together for a reason, like it's fine. But it's still, it was still, like, you can imagine, like, it's fresh and, like, you're showing up with, like, a million girls. Like, it looked like a bachelor party, but, like, Mm -hmm. why are you guys involved in that? Like, it was just, like, what the fuck? And I was, like, that girl giving dirty looks. And I'm, like, I don't want to be this girl giving dirty looks. I don't (laughs) care. I actually don't care. Yeah. And it was just, like, very annoying. And my friend was, like, I think it's always nice when your friend will be, like, Alessia, like, I actually really understand what you're going through. Like, I don't even know how you're being so Mm -hmm. good about it i don't know how i would be and then when we went outside and we were leaving my friend took it upon herself like i was literally walking away yeah i'm not dealing with this like like it's already hurting me yeah so rude um i'm just gonna walk away and she took it upon herself to be like can i just say something to you i'm like oh my god you know whenever you come back from traveling you always realize that the grass is actually really greener on the other side yep And you know that we need to mow our own lawns
1: for our grass to be pretty. True. And how do we do that? Manscaped, baby. Manscaped. The best in below-the-waist grooming for men used by over 2 million people worldwide. You can get anything you need for your hygiene and grooming from a ball razor called the Lawn Mower or your ear and nose hair trimmer that's called the Weed Whacker. You can also get some conditioner, shampoo, even lip balm guys. Like there's really everything you need at Manscaped. And we give you a nice little discount. Yes, for your
0: man's jewels, guys. Use our discount code Chemical X at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping. That's 20% off with Chemical X
1: for 20% off and free shipping. New year, new you, or same old you, but the one thing that you can update is having a nice fresh suit in your closet. Head over to Izzotti. They are an Italian-based, Italian-made brand that does bespoke suits for men. Tailor-made, guys. You put in all your measurements and you get a beautiful Italian-made suit. And there's just nothing sexier than a suit that hugs you in all the right places.
0: I'll be by the bar with all the hot guys who are in suits. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they're in a custom suit, then they're going to stand out to me because you're going to know it's like made for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And
1: with that being said, we have a nice little discount for you. Guys, use our discount code ChemicalX
0: at checkout for 20% off your first suit.
1: So guys, that's at izotti.com. I-Z-O-T-T-I.com. <laughs>
0: You, know when you don't ask your friend to do something and they do it for you sometimes you're like thank you so much but other times you're like please yeah stop yeah <laughs> that was a time i was like that's my bestie. Go bestie yeah
1: like i wasn't gonna say it but I'm if she did
0: myself but if you will not come she was like i can't like literally if you did this knowing alessia was here that's actually rude you could have went to any restaurant um so i'm just hoping for your sake that you didn't know she was at this restaurant and you did it purposely and we walked away and i was like thank you so much and you really didn't have to have my back there but like yeah thanks. she's like alessia i think when people can understand what you're going through they can almost like what's the word sympathize with I you sympathize and they'll have your back so yeah
1: i do get when your bitches are just like i'm here for you yeah um i'm just gonna clarify that i probably would have never done that oh, no I matter mean, how much i understand you're not you. even saying hi i'm not even saying hi and i was definitely not going <gasps> i
0: would have been like it's so mean. nice in a friendship to
1: have different You need the balance. You
0: need the balance of the girl who's never gonna do that for you. You need
1: the girl who's gonna say don't do anything, and then you also need the girl like gimme the gun.
0: Yeah. It's
1: always nice to have the gimme the gun girl. Like Definitely. it's like it's
0: very dangerous though, stop. eh? Because she's gonna lay the trigger at any point and the whole night gets ruined. And then it's also <laughs> you, who deal, yeah, it's <laughs> you who has to deal Yeah, it's you who has to
1: deal with it after. Like, oh, why'd you let her do that? Oh, well, I
0: dealt with it after. <laughs> I dealt with it
1: after. Perfect. <laughs> Anyways, so guys, speaking of all these things that happened while well, Leslie was gone, I'm finally going on a trip. And I'm so excited because it's about three years that I don't go on vacation. So I'm like really excited to go somewhere. Not counting the time we went to the South travel Carolina. Bug
0: now. You're gonna travel and then you're gonna be like, oh my god.
1: Well, I've always had the travel bug, you know, right? it was just dormant. Um <laughs> And yeah, no, it's just been so long since I've actually just been somewhere. And I'm really, really excited because I'm going to L.A., which I've actually spoken about how I don't like L.A. so much in the past. And there's a couple of reasons why. Tell us. Um, I just feel like L.A. is not my... As much as it's like entertainment and like acting and all the, all the ugh, all that stuff, I feel like the people there, like I don't really get along with because I'm very like... As much as I'm like superficial materialistic, I'm still not in a way. And I Mm -hmm. like just having genuine friendships. I like having genuine fun. And I feel like in LA, like everything is very superficial and it's actually not that fun. Like I'm a clubber and there's not really much of like a clubbing scene. So all the times that I went, I haven't had the best time. And I feel like when you think of LA, you always think like I'm gonna walk down the street and run into Kylie. I feel like when
0: people think, yeah, LA and you day think day. like
1: I'm gonna look so good. I'm gonna get scouted in a second for right. a TV show. Like, and then it's just not like that. And you're like, oh, like I thought it was gonna be so glamorous and so like I'm a celebrity. Right. And then it's not, which is like understandable. Like we have all these ideologies about like places. Yeah.
0: So I've never been to LA, but I feel like I've met a lot of people from LA. And I feel like the thing about when I meet like girls or guys mm-hmm. from LA is I feel like they don't—they're missing a little bit of depth. Yeah. You know, like I don't know if it's like being raised in like Canadian or whatever, but we have so many layers to ourselves and we mm-hmm. have like such a character. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of them, they're like not airheady, but there's missing something. Yeah,
1: but I think it's also the city itself, like. I think you have no choice. I think people just become like that in that city because nobody's there really to make genuine friendships. Everybody's there to social climb or to make it big. And that was another
0: thing. Like, what's your Instagram? Like, it's all to check, like, who you are. And I feel like us, Mm -hmm. we would meet someone and be like, that girl is so chill. She'll have, she won't have social media. We'll be like, oh my God, let's invite her to dinner. Yeah. And I don't get that vibe. When I was literally partying, like, two years ago with, like, all LA people And they were just, like, always going to the bathroom and just doing blow every second. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, will I like L.A. when I go? Am I going to meet friends? But then when I was in Miami, I met a girl who lives in Beverly Hills. And she's, like, one of us. Yeah. The nicest, the most, like, vibey girl. Mm -hmm. We're planning a trip together. Like, crazy. Like, super nice. So, I'm like, I guess it really depends.
1: I think also maybe, like... Um, native LA people are a lot cooler because I think people who move to LA are chasing a dream, right. and I think very often when, when you're chasing a dream, there, yeah. yeah, I think very often when you're chasing a dream, that's all you see, and it's like me, like Which if I would move bad. to no, if I would move to LA, I would be like that. I'd be fucking goal oriented. I'd be like, I only want to meet people who are gonna help me, and I get it, but it's just like, I don't know that the vibes of the city was not what I thought, like. For me, like, I go to New York and, like, I thrive off of just the vibe of the city. Mm -hmm. And I don't get that with LA. But regardless, I'm still excited to go. And my friend was telling me how somebody who lives there said, you need to go three times to LA before you like it. So I was like, okay, I'm on my third time. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll like it this time. And I'm actually going there and I'm going to be, like, working a little bit while I'm there. Well, I'm going to be working from home, like, working remotely the whole time that I'm there. Um, and I'm actually going to go really on set because
0: cool, you'll be working and you'll kind of see what it's like to like, yeah, take
1: your job
0: there. Yeah.
1: So I'm really excited about that. I'm just happy to be in like a different headspace because I feel like here it's been like, I've been feeling like stuck. Like I've been feeling like two yeah, years of like
0: air, Yeah. of
1: like people mm-hmm. and who knows, you know? A million percent. It just feels like there's more opportunity and I like that. Even if maybe yeah. something won't come of it, I just like being in a place where it feels like something I mean, could. I just
0: no curfew. You'll be like... Fuck,
1: driving. man. It's crazy. And while I'm going to be there, I'm actually going to be on set for one of the shoots for the company I work for. And if you guys don't know, I work for Valesa, a porn company. And I'm going to be on one of the live porn shoots and I don't know how to prepare myself for it because I don't
0: know how many people can say that they are live on a porn suit suit shoot shoot
1: Shoot. (laughs) uh yeah I'm definitely you know probably not that many but I just no matter how much I see it all day I'm editing it I think it's different when you're in real life and you have to stand there in the corner and what try and like I laugh in awkward situations like Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." And then they're all going to go, can you shut the fuck up? It's one up? thing
0: when you're getting the videos and you have to edit it. Yeah, and you're in you're the you're...
1: comfort of your own home. Like. Right.
0: But are you just like overseeing? Are you stepping in and saying, move your ass cheek a little more
1: to the right? <laughs> no. No? I'm just going to be there. Like, I'm just kind of like going to see how it's done and shadow, I guess, like the director. And okay. just kind of be on set, you know? And I think it's going to be good for me to see because I do edit all the videos. Right. But I'm just a little nervous. Like, I'm like, I'm so That's open, crazy. but I can't. I, I've actually, now that I think of it, never in real life watched people have sex. Can you say that you've done that? Like, have you ever watched two people have sex? In real life? Like,
0: not really. No. Right? Like, yeah. it's so...
1: And when I think about that, I'm like, oh my god, like, that's kind of... But I don't kinda...
0: think you'll feel like, let's say when you're walking down the street, you see, like, two people in their car having sex or whatever. I don't feel like it's like that because it's no. so work
1: yeah. That you're going to get, like, immune to it in the first, like, five minutes. I think so, too. And I think it's like when you're on a beach and you're in a bikini, you don't feel awkward. But if you would be in a mall in a bikini, you would feel fucking awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it's all about your environment. And because it's, like, so open, so normal, it's not going to feel as awkward. Yeah,
0: no one's looking at you to see your reaction. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> they're all used to it. A hundred percent. Anyway, so I just wanted to mention that. That's and, really
0: cool, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm really excited to then get more involved and I'm really excited to be there and I'm also redoing my headshots before I go because I'm like kind of not rebranding myself as an actress but I feel like the headshots that I did before didn't like represent my character and who I want to be like perceived as which I think is really cool. So how
0: do you perceive yourself because I feel like whenever somebody gets casted for something... They're like, that girl would be really good on set for uh, a chick flicks. Yeah. But, like, how do you see yourself? Like, what is it that you want to be casted for? Because it might not be something that a director looks at you and sees.
1: Exactly. And I think that's what's crazy is, like, sometimes you really need to take a step back and look at yourself as a stranger. Like... It's just so hard. I don't know. Like, I was even asking my friend and I was like, what would you cast me as? And she was like, well, I don't know because I just know you so well that I'm going to say based off your actual personality. Right. So it's really hard to, like, see yourself um, objectively. And, yeah, so I basically had to do that. And I was like... I just want to be... I just want people to see my picture because you're getting based off a of picture. Right. And I just want it to be, like, fun and, like, fresh, bubbly. Like, I want you to tell right away that I'm, like, When was the last outgoing. time you did your shoot? Um... I think it was like a year or two years ago, actually. Okay,
0: then I would definitely, for sure, do a new picture. Yeah, so
1: the whole thing is, the first time I did it, it didn't represent me at all. Like, it was like a black background. I was very serious in the picture. Did you feel that
0: way when you took the shot, or then did you like it?
1: Well, I loved the picture itself, because artistically, I like those kind of pictures, but... Did I feel like it represented my personality? Like, no. I felt like I looked like a real estate agent. Like, I was so serious. Okay. Black background. Like, it really didn't give my character. And then over time, I'm like, I'm looking at my pictures and I'm like, I wouldn't even cast me for the roles that I want. You know what I right. mean? So now I'm, like, trying to do something that's, like, colorful and, like, colorful background and Where smiling. I hired a photographer. And
0: they're coming here?
1: No, I'm doing it at a studio.
0: And what color background are you doing now?
1: Um, there's like a couple of options. Like I'm going to do like a mix of like pink and yellow or pink and blue, something like that. I just want something that when you look at me, you say, okay, she's funny. She's vibrant. She's outgoing. And yeah, so I really had to sit and think like, who do I want to be like typecasted as? Right.
0: Well, well, I feel like the first question I have for you now is like, what would be your ideal um, gig gig?
1: Um, I think my ideal gig would be something that's like funny and uh, Any Schumer kind of vibes. No, more like not like. I I don't know how to explain it. Just kind of something that's, that's the first like problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's the like, first one. That's I can I can the say. first
0: problem. You need to already like it right. or
1: whatever. You need to
0: know exactly like who in the industry is already doing that that you like and that you yeah. look
1: up to. So I actually a girl that I did know? that. I mean, there's a lot of people. It's very hard because there's personality actors and then there's character actors. So there's people okay. that are casted based off their actual personality, which is usually com- usually comedians. Like Vince Vaughn is- always plays the same character because he plays his own personality. Right. Whereas there's people that are character actors that'll like, let's say like Leonardo DiCaprio, like he'll always play a different character. You know what I mean? And they'll always have different characteristics. So I feel like I want it to be more my personality. Like I want to shine through as who I am and my humor. Um, and then I was thinking of, like, people that I can compare myself to, and, like, one of them was, like, Emma Stone, because I feel like she's, like, witty, but also, like, smart, but then also funny, so I feel like she was, like, a good comparison, and I see myself, if I would get casted, I would be, like, the relatable side side friend, you know, like, the best friend who's, like, relatable and will, like, tell you to do the right thing, or, like, will, like, bring you on a fun adventure, like, I don't see myself as, like, the mean girl, like, Regina George, you know what I mean, which I don't feel like i have that look do you think no you're I like don't. actually yeah you fucking bitch <laughs> no i don't think you have that look i think
0: you have the look like you're saying i think you're no i think you know what you're i think that's how people would yeah. perceive you if you redid your shot
1: yeah is like fun and like relatable i want to yeah. be relatable um and then i was trying to think of what you would be <laughs> oh my god i'm scared i don't even know what i would be i'm not trying to be an actor actress no i know but it's funny to think like okay if i would look at you and not know you what would i cast you as and there's a couple of things
0: oh my god okay go
1: so one of them i see myself in maybe like a chick flicks yeah but one of the people and characters that i saw like i feel like you would play is um the girl from suits the the secretary not the secretary donna not donna the brunette meghan meghan markle
0: Oh, that she's married to a prince. Yeah, okay, I know. I'm that.
1: talking about her in the thing. Like, That's fine. I'll, I'll talk like about the, her
0: as in general. Yeah. She's married to a prince, wherever my prince is.
1: <laughs> I felt like you would play like a character like that, like the brunette, like okay. the hot but like professional brunette. And then I also felt like you would play the Queen Bee, like Blair Waldorf, bitch face. You know what I mean? I intimidating playing
0: like bitchy role yeah
1: like the intent because i feel like people they <laughs> are inti- like people always say like they're intimidated of you you know so what wait, i mean are so we
0: saying all these things because we know our
1: personalities and we're like like well i base it off also how people like you i a lot right. of times people will tell you like, oh is i intimidated to come up to you and i feel like you can come off pretty intimidating even though you're not so i think yeah, yeah. if i would not know you i would cast you as like the intimidating brunettes. Okay. Like, I love your skirt. Where'd you go? the ugliest skirt I ever fucking <laughs> Guys, don't cast me. I can't even say one line. <laughs> anyway, so I thought it was so funny. And, like, guys, literally try to look at yourself and be like, who would I play in a movie? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of fucking hard. Yeah.
0: Let's play, like, um, let's see, somebody who's come on the podcast. Maybe, like, Mikko. Who would we cast him as?
1: <sighs> He's hard.
0: He's hard because he shows no emotion. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if I could... It's like, if it's look-based only, it's hard. It's really hard. Oh, my really God, a picture
0: hard. says a thousand words, but I feel like it's really hard for a director to get, like, a vibe of who mm-hmm. you are through a picture. And like, that's you why you smile? need to smile. What are you going to well, do? Well, so that's insane.
1: That's why you need to really choose who you want to be before you do it because that was my problem with the first one.
0: But if I want to be a bitch, I'm going to show like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to choose who I want to be before my headshots. You're going to be there like,
1: well i'll show you my oh, okay i almost answered mentioned you in a story <laughs> maybe I'll he almost you,
0: got his answer after all literally
1: i'll show you my first thing and the thing is if you would cast me for something based off this picture it probably wouldn't be something that i'd be good at
0: oh my god no way no. you need to redo your action. i know can we show the camera
1: you could put it up on the screen and like I just feel like I'm going for something that I want people to see and right away be like, oh, she's relatable. Headshot, she's funny. I feel she's like she's outgoing.
0: You just look way more serious than yeah, you actually are. That's
1: what I'm saying. I look way too serious. And I'll show you kind of the vibe that I'm going for now. Show me. Shout out Pinterest. Um, Shout out the creative director. <laughs> mood board. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think one of your things on your mood board, remember you're saying nothing's happening. So something happening. like this. Oh yeah. Right? Like
1: relatable, girl relatable next door. girl next door, but like Show you on. know, smiling. So I'm going for more of this vibe, guys.
0: Um and we'll see how it comes out. I've been doing a lot of auditions lately. I'm like super proud of you. Proud I feel you. like one is just gonna hit soon. So keep going. Don't give
1: I'm, up. I'm keeping going. Um it's, it takes a while and like everything in life, I think, I, I honestly have to say though, acting has been one of the most humbling experiences of my life because if you're like me, and I think a lot of people go through this growing up, is you're good at everything, you learn fast. You know what I mean? Like there's always like the type of people who pick up things quickly and you're just good at it and that's always been who i am and i've always succeeded quickly at things yeah which is not always the best thing because it causes you to slack off and it causes you to expect things to be perfect right away
0: and also i think you have a lot of things you're good at so you can't narrow down one thing yeah which is hard like you were saying in your interview that i listened you were saying how like people who have one goal one dream you almost envy them because you know they're gonna put all their focus and that's everything exactly when you have so many things you're good at and so many things you want to do how do you narrow it down but in the long run i think it's better to be like you because you can adapt and any you could kind of get any job yeah you can multitask
1: no for sure there's definitely pros and cons to both of them but i think with my personality being like so quick to catch things and so quick to be good at things acting was really hard for me because even though I was good at it, like, guys, I've done maybe now, I want to say, like, 30 or maybe more auditions where I really thought that I was really going to get it. And it was perfect for me. And I did so well. And I didn't get it. You know what? It's and be it's like, one what the fuck? Gonna get.
0: It's going to be the one you think, I fucking am not getting this song. Yeah.
1: Well, that's how it's always been. All the ones that I've gotten in the past were things that I didn't even give a fuck about. I was like, I don't even want it. And then I got it. But... It's just it's very humbling to to really know how many people are there like also trying to do the same thing as you and you as good as you think you are you're like not getting it and you're like holy fuck but like I think over time and I was really excited because I recently got an audition for a super a Super Bowl commercial but just to be a voice so like but if anybody would ask um, I would say I was in a Super Bowl commercial <laughs> I mean that's
0: crazy wouldn't yeah. they pay like a million dollars a second to be featured. It's like a million, it's a million dollars a million dollars. second to be featured on I don't know if it's a
1: second. I think it's a million dollars for a 30-second slot.
0: I don't think it's 30 seconds. I think the That's slot why, like, itself Comfort is a million and All the biggest brands are only there because it's yeah. like, I don't think it's 30
1: seconds. It's a second. I'm going to Google it right now. Google, I think it changed every year, but yeah, Google like the price for an advertisement spot.
0: Okay, so it's 6 million for 30 seconds. Okay. So, what does that give? That's like. Well,
1: what's 30 divided by 6? That's
0: 250,000, like a
1: second, I think. That was bold of you to say on air. Let me just. Without see. using your calculator. Because I would never state such a thing. Um, let's see. I would always double check before I proclaim.
0: Well, I'm going to check. But um, so, what did I say? 6 million? 6 million.
1: Divided by 30 seconds. It was 30 seconds, right? 30 yeah. seconds law? 200,000. So, you were wrong. I was wrong, but I was close. That far off. My well, math
0: has never been that bad. Okay.
1: Well, I'm gonna be honest. That wasn't the budget for the actor, but because <laughs> I would have, you know, tried a little harder to land it. But, <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was really exciting. And oh, it's just like with anything, you need to like keep working hard at it. And I'm so excited to like refresh and and it's funny. Just like when we started this podcast, I thought we had the nicest branding and the nicest pictures, and then. I look back now and I'm like, ew. Oh my God. And it's always like the way you start off, like you never realize how much better you're going to get, even though you think you're so good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just like excited to like refresh and new era Mm -hmm. and new look.
0: I think almost you even doing this and redoing your headshots and stuff, just your vibe is what's going to make you land a gig. Yeah. I'm not even sure it's going to be the picture, but just... You oh, it's feeling, the picture. No, no, but you feeling more comfortable and confident, mm-hmm. you're almost going to attract that, I think. Yeah. It's so weird, but lately I've been, like, manifesting so many things that they've been happening.
1: Well, you're um, on another level. It's out of control.
0: No, but my friend was, like, on this trip in Florida. She was like, Ala, like, I'm actually, like, it's it's scary. It's so weird. I'm not going to talk about the things that happen, but uh, maybe one day, but it's just, like, I'll say something, and she's like, you do realize, like, you say something, and then it happens, and then, like, you'll say it and then like not even and and you know what the weirdest thing about it all is when i tell somebody i swear to god i was manifesting this or i was Mm -hmm. thinking it they'll be like you can't like no one really believes you you yeah because you're like i didn't tell anyone about it yeah they're just saying okay yeah
1: sure we all believe we all wished gonna
0: happen but this trip i was like telling my best friend i was like this is gonna happen and then it happened she's like towards the end of the trip she's like can we just talk about the fact (laughs) that like what you're doing and what's happening and i'm like i know it's really scary Does that mean we're almost aligned with, like, our careers in life? I don't
1: know. I don't know, but can you do me a quick favor? Yeah. Can you say, Veronica, you're going to win a million dollars?
0: Veronica, you're going to win a million dollars. Perfect.
1: Thank you. I actually
0: don't want to say that because you're going to win more, but that's fine. (laughs) But you're not going to win it. You're going to get it. (gasps) Am I a fortune dollar? Okay. Do I have to pay for this? (laughs) Wait. Do I have to pay for this? You know when you were saying on your mood board? You're like, nothing's been happening. Like, I feel like. I
1: still have my mood board from last year on my phone, by the way. But
0: LA was on there.
1: LA was on there, right here. Look at that. Los Angeles and Playboy was on there, and Balesa, I guess, same thing. (laughs) That's fine.
0: Um, Yeah, but Playboy's gonna happen. I'm not stressed about that.
1: I'm not stressed about any of it, actually. I'm just like happy to feel. I think a lot of people can relate that especially being like where we are and if you're listening from Montreal or like somewhere in like Canada, we've had like pretty severe lockdowns and curfews. And I just feel like I'm guys, I am the most motivated person. I'm so optimistic. I'm so in the future. And even I have felt like not, not down, but like, I just feel like there's no excitement. There's no opportunity. Like Mm -hmm. I always feel like, there's no opportunity in the air. Like there's no options. It feels very limited. We
0: talk about COVID mental illness and like, people are getting sick, but we don't realize how many people are actually suffering from just like not being able to live their life. Yeah. You know, it's people can say like old people are suffering because you know, like they're stuck, but like everybody is really suffering in this. The people who, you know, are in grad school and they want to have their graduation and like life's changing for them. They can't have that stuff. Mm -hmm. Or, Anyone, i think any age group really age, i feel like it's unfair to say like old people are suffering or young mm-hmm. people like i think in any age you can say somebody's suffering
1: a hundred percent like every single person you even just think about it like we're like a kid of like one years old like never saw a dog before or like never saw because they like, never went out of the house or they never met their family before like it, everything has like an impact no matter what age you are and where you are in your Mm -hmm. life and i think i can just speak for our age group and our experiences and where we are at right now and i think the hardest part for me is feeling like i have nowhere to go and nowhere Mm -hmm. to like excel and i just like going out and i like meeting people and i like networking and i feel like not having that and not being able to do those things made me feel like oh my god like i don't feel like i'm growing and i'm sure so many people can relate so i'm just excited to be like in a different headspace and going to la going to where i feel like it's like the root of like all my goals yes so i feel like that's also like a good push i think you'll even come
0: back from that trip and even if we'll still be in lockdown and stuff i think sometimes like traveling even little things it gives you a whole new perspective on life like for me coming back from miami i was like i'm actually so excited to go home and like do my youtube videos like yeah. i was excited to look forward to something and that's how you know like i'm on the right path 100 percent. you know i'm not coming back and i'm like oh work I yeah a lot of stresses don't get me wrong i need to find a job but um like now i'm like why should i get a job here like there's just so many things i'm like i don't want to stay in a city that is gonna keep
1: fucking disappointing mm-hmm. so Wow. Well, deep <laughs> Um, one last thing I want to talk about before we go, Mm -hmm. and I think you'll think this is really interesting. Um, I recently, I just thought of this actually with what we were talking about. Um, I recently was on TikTok and I came across this thing called quantum jumping. Okay. So basically it's like, basically they say every version of you exists and is living their life in every version of you that could possibly exist. It's just about you channeling that energy and like, anyways, it's a whole thing. But what quantum quantum jumping basically is, is you kind of like jumping realities into the reality that you want, like your desired reality, and you stepping into that person. And basically, it's this whole exercise of you like visualizing, it's kind of like meditation, and okay. you visualizing like the person you want to be and i was watching this girl and she was like explaining you know like the visualization process and stuff like that and i was just like listening to the guided visualization Can you say
0: this in less fancy words <laughs> what are we trying to do we're just trying to jump into our dreams
1: kind of but it's a different reality that exists okay so basically it's like a meditation visualization it's so kind you're of like manifesting
0: and you're like manifesting you going into
1: the version you want to be, basically the so version manifesting. Of, manifesting okay. Yeah, but like a more visual F- way, F- of a way of doing it. Saying it. Yeah. Um, so basically, she was like guiding, like saying how to do it, and she was like, "Okay, close your eyes. Like now, imagine yourself like walking." Do I have to close my eyes. No. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Okay, close your eyes. So she's like, "Okay, You're my teacher, close your. Eye. I don't remember Wait, what the fuck she said am no? I the student now. Wait, <laughs> are you gonna give me a vaccine? Good girl, <laughs> good girl. Okay, go. So." She's like close your eyes and imagine yourself walking up to like your dream house and you're opening the door and like you have to really visualize exactly what your dream house looks like, the type of furniture that's there, who's there, do you have a family, like look at who you are and what you look like in this dream reality and like. Maybe you look more vibrant. Maybe you have, like, something different about you or you're wearing something different or you're dressed a different way. Like, who is that person? And now you need to step into that person and become that person, okay? And now where I went wrong and where I'm like, oh, my God, I need to make a change is that when I close my oh, this eyes.
0: Oh, so interesting. Yeah. It reminds me of the book, The Secret, like, The Law yeah. of Attraction.
1: Mm-hmm. So for me, what I realized and I feel like is very important when it goes back to when you said, what do you want to be? And I said, I don't know, is when I closed my eyes and I was trying to imagine my dream house. It was
0: hard. I don't, dream. I
1: don't know what it looks like. And I think that's a big problem and huge problem, right? So I close my eyes and I'm literally in blank space and the, the, the image is changing and it's changing because I don't have a clear idea. So, and
0: I always say this, I'm like, you cannot manifest or get anything in life that you're not ready or know you want. Mm-hmm. So, like, the second you know what it is you want, you're already, like, halfway there into getting it. Like, just this when I was in, um, when I was in Florida, weirdest thing, but, um, we ended up staying with a friend for a couple days, and we were in this, like, beautiful, beautiful house, okay? and i was like when i got in there my heart was like pumping out of my Mm -hmm. chest i'm like this is a house i would live in Mm -hmm. you know like i almost like knew that this it almost felt like one day like i think i'm gonna buy this house okay how fucked up is
1: that yeah and
0: i'm in like no position to own this 1.6 million dollar actually probably more it's like maybe 3 million now yeah um and i was like i'm in no position i have it but i know i'll have it and like yeah. i was literally asking my friend like the weirdest questions i was like how many rooms are in here it's like the weirdest mm-hmm. thing i'm like okay so like that would be my room like the weirdest shit mm-hmm. i was like that would be my room i would live in this state but i'd have a house somewhere else but it's fine because my parents will be like a little bit older and like mm-hmm. i'll put them there like how fucked up is that to be thinking like yeah that, like me i'll put but them. but that's in there. good i'll put them in there and then i was like I actually, maybe this is in my house because I just realized, like, I wouldn't want to be on the same floor as my parents. Like, I'd want them to come yeah. visit in Florida <laughs> and be... I know this is really crazy, to think, but yeah. like, this is all going through on my head. This is after so many things have been happening for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that's just weird. No, if there's no um, room on the top floor, I don't see myself... I can't visualize me being on the same floor as them. I see myself, like, taking care of my parents and, like, they're mm-hmm. on the bottom floor but I would not want to be on the bottom floor. And when I told my friend that she's like, I'm like, that's the only thing that's missing for this to be my dream house. She goes, Alessia, there's an extra room on the middle floor. I'm like, what? I almost started crying. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, right next to the bathroom when you walk, that's like another room. And okay. I'm like, that's
1: creepy. And I'm
0: like, well, that would be my room. So I'm like, I would be my room. There's three rooms at the bottom. I'm like, my other friend who's here, she's not thinking, like, this mm-hmm. is a house she wants or she can have, which yeah. is not a bad thing at all. No. She's like, this is not a house, like, like she wants. Or she's not thinking, like, I'm going to put my parents down here and, like, I'm going to be up here and it's just, like, everything I wanted, art-wise. Um, like, just minimalist, not many things, and just, like, a house where, like, my friends could come and... I was even FaceTiming my friends. I'm like, guys, whoever gets there first, like, <laughs> this is, this is us. Like, this is our life.
1: Wow. And I was just
0: like, so crazy.
1: So question for you, when I you closed your eyes and you envisioned where you were stepping into, did you envision that house? Yes.
0: Like a vibe
1: like that. Yeah. I can't.
0: I'm not gonna be like
1: exactly that. Yeah. No. Like
0: I knew exactly, but when I walked into that place, I was like, "This place is the exact size I would want it. Mm -hmm. The perfect like layout. Yeah. Everything. And I'm not even somebody who's like real estate girl. I know what I like. I'm not even somebody who would go to Miami and like check out a million places and then be like, "Oh, this is the one I want." Like I think like if I had that money and I was investing i would go straight for that house yeah and that's like manifesting like you yeah. know what
1: you want and that's really good and oh,
0: fucked up is that but
1: that's amazing and that's exactly what i'm saying and that's where i found that i'm like not sure because there's so many things that i want that i feel like i need to like refine my vision like visually if that mm-hmm. makes sense like i really need to see more who i'm gonna be right. because i'm just trying to be everyone and i want to be everyone and i want to have every house but it's so hard. Oh and when it comes down to like actually physically imagining what your house would look like, it's pretty crazy to think like I don't know if anybody else relates, but like nothing could come to my mind. Like I was like, uh I like of, I just well, didn't like know. A lot of
0: people say, like, I wanna be super independent, I wanna be rich, but like, did you find your passion of what's gonna mm. make you rich? Like, you need to also know what it is you want. Yeah. That's gonna get you there. Yeah, you know. So I think the second you know what it is you want, it's like there's like a a feeling of like at ease yeah for sure you know what you're working for yeah
1: 100% but yeah no I just thought that was so interesting and it really made me like shift and Mm. realize how I need to like better plan myself and the first thing that I'm doing is starting with my headshots I'm really looking at it and coming from me the art director who's always planning how things should look I was like hold on a minute I need to put myself as a brand like who am I like you look at me Who am I best? Let me work with that. Let me work with my looks because that's what I'm working with. So now I'm trying to make sure that whoever looks at me sees what I want them to see. Mm -hmm. And it's just with everything, I need to plan it more in that sense of like, okay, what do I really want? What does my dream job look like? You know, yes, I'm happy doing this, but what does my dream house look like? What does my dream dog look like? You know, it's really hard. Like you think, you know, until you have to sit there and put yourself Physically there, like in your mind. Mm-hmm. Physically, mentally there. It's really hard. And I think that's an interesting exercise for anybody that's you, listening like, to do.
0: I think how do you get there though? For somebody who's closing their eyes and they're like, I want this, 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 and this for me, but I don't know like what car I want or what like what my life looks like. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you teach somebody how to get there?
1: So I guess I don't know, but the way that I see it and the way that I feel like, like me, I'm I gonna feel like
0: I'm there, like I close my yeah. eyes and I know what I want. But I don't know how to, like, teach somebody that.
1: So I think the way that I'm going to do this and the way that I see myself doing this, and it's my biggest flaw, is making decisions. Like, I'm really not good at making decisions, and they stress me out. And that's why when I close my eyes, I can't decide what I want. But you need to realize that as much as everything is, like, if, if I would show you every dream house I would have, they would all have something in common. They would all be big. They would all have a pool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like something like that. So I think it might not be down to the T. Like it's not like, okay, you're visualizing this dream house and it's going to be exactly what you're going to get. But you're just deciding and you're putting your energy towards something mm-hmm. and you're actually making a decision. You know, like I'm going to have this sort of house or I'm going to be with this kind of family or I'm going to be in this part of the world. Like just narrowing down that decision Maybe it might not be where you end up, but your energy is going to be shifted towards that thing. So right. I think for me, it's just about like fucking the options and just really just choosing. Yeah, I might like five other visualizations, but I just need to choose one and work towards that one. And whatever will happen, will I will still be happy with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you just need to choose. You just need to be like do I want the Ferrari or do I want the Lamborghini? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you might be able to get both, but visually you just need to like put it there and put it there and work towards that. And everything changes along the way, but it's just a really bad start. And I realized it myself to just not have anything, to just not be able to visualize anything. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing, too. If you don't know where you want to go, you don't know what you want to do. Just imagine anything like literally be like, okay, let me visualize if I would be a painter and keep visualizing that. But I do like that.
0: I think everybody kind of knows maybe not to the T of like what their like house is going to look like, Mm -hmm. but they know what they kind of want for themselves in any situation they're in. I think, you know, a lot of times you'd be like, well, you know, that's just a dream or like, like that dream though like whatever it is that you want in that dream is like what you should be chasing yeah
1: and the thing is what i think separates actual visualization techniques like that from just people like dreaming and having goals is like you're really making it real like she was even saying like what color are the walls Mm -hmm. like what color is your house like and i was like you know what like this is serious shit like you need to really think and decide for yourself To the point where you're deciding for your future imaginary home. But that just doing that in itself makes a difference. Because you're like, what color would I want my walls?
0: Like For example, when I was at my old house with my parents, I had no energy to want to do anything. I've always wanted to start a YouTube channel, okay? But I'm Mm. like, I'm not starting it in this space because it makes me unhappy. I don't like the floors. They bother me. I don't like my furniture. It's brown it's not modern it's not me i want white. i want airy i Mm -hmm. want like like i wanted to feel like i'm walking into that room and i feel happy and like Mm -hmm. motivated and it's crazy how like even environments and space can change your entire like oh my gosh yeah your entire mood and like i try to explain that to my parents and i feel like they actually understand me now being at this new like house and just like my spacing I'm never coming down to like you're always in your room like you would never want to be in your room before and I'm like it's crazy how just when you know what you want and your energy and vibe is Mm -hmm. like correct like everything changes like yeah you know for sure and uh so yeah so now for me like I know exactly like I my place needs to be all white Mm -hmm. I want a splash of paint everywhere and like cool art but that's the only thing that's gonna be color. My walls are always gonna be white and I like white and silver and a little bit of earth tones. Like I know exactly what I want. And it's it's taken me a long time to get there. But like I think when you have something you don't want, you know exactly what yeah. it is that you do want, want. The opposite of. Yeah. So
1: Well, I think also another thing is people sometimes see um things like that as like materialistic or like, oh you're so worried about material but things. It's so not. But it's so not because the the. And I guess it depends on your values, too. You know what I mean? Like, of course, there's somebody who doesn't give a fuck and they're just happy and whatever. And I don't take that away from you. But I think, you know, when it comes to material things, I think they do have an impact on you and how you feel. Like for me, spacing is everything. I also think like clothes, like I'm and I've always been like this like when I was in school, even in high school, like every single year in high school, I would plan my outfits the day before. And sometimes it would take me two hours to come up with an outfit I liked. And if crazy. Which is crazy to think I would do that. But if I wasn't wearing something that I liked, I just wasn't in a good mood and I didn't feel myself and I wasn't feeling myself. And it was like a me thing and I needed to feel good. And I'm still like that to this day. Like when I'm not wearing something that I love, I don't feel good and I don't feel aligned with myself. And it's not to say I'm uh fucking america's next fashionista i just right. i like clothes i like expressing myself through my clothes and if i don't feel like my outfit is working for me then mm-hmm. i'm just not in a good mood and i like having my space like i ha- being in this space now where i can decorate it and it's my vibe it's just like you just feel so good and you feel so open and it really like, I don't makes a know difference If you
0: were still with like living with your dad if you'd be taking on all these acting gigs and everything mm-hmm. I think you being in your new place that is expressing you yeah. and allowing you to do all these things. So people could call it materialistic, but I do believe that your space and environment has everything to do with your ability to perform.
1: Yeah, I so agree. You know? And I also think people don't take it as seriously as they should. Like sometimes, yeah, you got to bite the bullet and be like, okay, I won't, I won't upgrade and get this thing. I won't splurge on this and that's fine. I'm not saying go buy the whole Louis Vuitton store so you feel better. But like, sometimes people for example let's say in your old house like you weren't feeling the vibe Mm -hmm. in your room and like let's say you had no choice but to stay there you weren't moving there was no refresh setting like and maybe you're going through this like sometimes all it takes is just adding that touch or if you really fucking hate your bed pay the 300 dollars and get an ikea bed or find one on facebook market find something that you'll like and just that little change will like make you feel so much better Mm -hmm. and sometimes we overlook it like we're just like oh i just don't feel good and i'm not gonna i'm not willing to change the environment like i'll push it back i'll push it back and i'm like
0: like even for me like a lot of people can say well if you didn't like your environment when you were there why didn't you fix it and for me one of my downfalls is that when i look at things as a whole i get um I get discouraged. Cause yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to start. Like, it's all bothering me. Yeah. I don't feel like if I change the brown furniture... Like, like it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because I still don't like the floors and the floors aren't changing. But, like, you can put a carpet. You can yeah. change it, you know? But for me, that was, that's actually my issue is I like to complain and I probably won't do anything to fix it. But yeah. when you're moving to a new place and you have that, like, fresh, fresh start. start...
1: Anyway, but I think it's so good to do those things. And I definitely, like, would recommend people, like if you're feeling uninspired and like i was saying getting in a new headspace just because i'm going to la to get into a new headspace like if you feel like redecorating your room if you're living at home or redecorating your apartment or something like i swear we don't realize how much the objects around us hold value and like if you're always looking at something you hate like if you first of all if you hate a couch and every day you get up and you look at that couch that you hate what are you thinking about negativity you hate the couch Mm -hmm. you hate the couch imagine that little thing of just changing the couch you're going to wake up every morning and go, I love that couch. I love that couch. Like, we don't realize the way things that things affect it, us. Like,
0: it affects our mood.
1: Oh, million percent. So, anyways, that's uh, my wisdom of the day. And I thought that it was really cool. And it's a really good, like, way to decide what you want and to visualize and to feel it and to know what you're working towards. And I still don't know what my dream house looks like, but I'll get back to you on that. You'll get there. <laughs> but, no, I thought it was really cool. And, uh, Yeah.
0: Well, guys, um, if that's not motivation, then I don't know what is. Um, Start visualizing what you want that home to look like or start visualizing what you want that job to be or start visualizing what you want your future relationships to look like Mm -hmm. or there's just so many things. The second you are alone with yourself and you can work on those things and you can manifest, then life's just going to unfold beautifully. Yep. So we hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I and I want to also say like we're in the position where we're talking like this, and we haven't even achieved half of what we want oh. to achieve, you know. But I think it's interesting that you're hearing us speak about it, so that in the future, or you know, you could actually hear our conversation and see where that leads for yeah. us, for you, for anybody.
1: Yeah, and I also think sometimes it's when you listen to somebody who's so successful talking about becoming successful, it's almost like it's hmm. harder
0: to believe because you haven't. Yeah. Seen from the ground up
1: yeah and i think like we're not successful yet so it's just we need to keep talking about like i don't See, like, think people who are we're successful, not
0: successful but people who listen to our podcast are like you guys are killing it so it's all a matter of like
1: perspective
0: perspective
1: yes but what i also mean is like sometimes people because they haven't achieved things yet they're afraid to talk about all the things they want because they don't want to be like laughed at if it doesn't mm-hmm. come true but i think that holds you back from doing what you want because you feel like people aren't gonna right but you know what i mean you feel like people are just gonna laugh at you which Mm -hmm. is so true like even when we started this podcast like oh my god is it embarrassing like yeah so
0: embarrassing
1: (laughs) but it's like we still fucking did it
0: we still did it and we we had to go through that embarrassing point until now it's like kk we're not embarrassing anymore why because we were consistent and we kept going Mm -hmm. i think people only take you serious when you actually don't stop yeah so if you believe in something so much and you're so passionate about it, how do you want somebody to like attack you for it or have judgment towards you? Yeah, you're, you're the one who keep who keeps going. Yeah. So.
1: Um, I will say though, last thing is that I saw this girl. I don't actually know who she was, but she's like a big YouTuber and she was talking about how when she first told her family like this is what i want to do i want to like she was like when i first posted my first youtube video she's like i lost the support of my family i lost the support of my boyfriend i lost the support of like my siblings um and my friends everybody laughed at me everybody thought I was so stupid and she's like look at me now like i just bought a house by myself it's six years later and everyone is in support of my job so she was like don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks like everyone's always gonna laugh at you in the beginning but. You just have to get through that. And I was like, wow, fucking deep, man. It's true. So I'm not in a BMW. Well, actually, I am. You are. I'm not in a new BMW and I'm not buying a house. But (laughs) I'm actually in a BMW that just came back from the garage. And also
0: be proud of the little things. A hundred percent. That's the big things. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for watching. And we hope we gave you a little bit of motivation, especially for our fans who are here in Especially for the people who are listening in Montreal, we have an even closer spot in our heart for you because mm-hmm. we feel you, we're with you, and
1: we swear it's going to get better. Yeah. Ew, what are we about COVID? It'll get better. Anyway, love you. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week.